Hey guys, it's the Spongeworthy Podcast. My name is Daryl Williams. And I'm Zach Hillman. And of course, we're talking about today, season four, episode 20, The Junior Mint. And our guest is once again the delightful JJ Pazos. What up, guys? Thank you for having me again. We're glad to have you, my man. And, uh, you know, until uh, we come back with the show, enjoy the theme song and keep it sponge worthy. So you think you're sponge worthy? She said I wasn't sponge worthy. Yes, I think I'm sponge worthy. I think I'm very sponge Sponge worthy? The sponge worthy podcast. Sponge worthy. Guys, we're back. We're here with with JJ Pazos on a Thursday. We've already doing, talked JJ? about. Yeah, pretty good, man. Thank you, guys. Yeah. It's Thursday, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> How you been, man? Dude, since the last time I talked, so with you guys, so much has happened. So I'm <laughs> yeah. so glad that I get to catch up with you guys again. You, you seem like 30 years wiser. Uh, and yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and my T-shirt have evolved a lot since the last time I saw you guys. It's a brave new T-shirt world. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> let's just dive right into it. So, yeah, of course, we have some uh, stand-up, and it's basically uh, it's basically just Jerry doing some clever wordplay on um, adultery and commitment. You have to commit adultery, but you have to have a commitment to commit adultery mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. so once you're committed it's, yeah it just goes on uh it's very very honed um you know these these are like bits that i like to see seinfeld doing where they're like so so worked and so honed right um right right yeah. the word play is perfect the Sounds word like, like slam poetry like def jam poetry more than mm-hmm. comedy at some yeah point. <laughs> yeah i mean commit. what is commitment it's not I my mean, very jerry bit but yeah it, you know it works i see why i see why he was back in the clubs you know yeah, yeah yeah i feel like seinfeld definitely like he chooses his words like certain comics like they'll be loosey-goosey when it comes to like maybe the punchline is verbatim but like their setup is like kind of like fluid or or kind of loose yeah but, like, i don't feel like he it's always like no i i say this and it's verbatim every single time like yeah, and I, mean, I don't think like... I've ever seen the the parallels, but uh, that that rant, that commit rant, gave me like Carlin esque vibes. Like mm-hmm. they gave me like mm-hmm. little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For Same sure. thing with Carlin too. Like Carlin does not like ad lib. He does not like you know like improv or like you know riff. Mm-hmm. No, it's like he's thought of this sentence, and I'm gonna say this sentence, and mm-hmm. it's gonna hit, and it's gonna be cool. But also, it's like he doesn't stray he doesn't like you know get all like oh anyone who uses a credit card to buy personal lubricant yeah Mm -hmm. and like with with carlin too like all of the consonants are super crisp you know (laughs) like yeah right right right. like he's choosing that word over all Mm -hmm. the other words like no this word makes sense yeah no definitely that's a good call i've never thought of the carlin seinfeld connection i mean obviously Carlin was on the on the scene and he influenced pretty much everybody. But yeah, that's, of course, it's a really good, really good parallel there. Let's keep going, though. Uh, <laughs> we have George and Jerry uh, and they're talking about um, Jerry met a woman in the produce section. Right. And, uh, right. Saying 
people are clutching bananas and melons. <laughs> like it's a very sensual part of the grocery store. <laughs> right, right. And then clearly he's talking about like how uh he doesn't remember her name, but it rhymes with a female anatomy part. Well, that's uh that's later that he uh he learns that, but he uh yeah, he doesn't he doesn't get her name. So, um George has some uh Lincoln saving account. Um no. What I mean, yes, yes, he does, but also I'm thinking to myself, George would never have a savings account. George would understand. never give anyone money for free. <laughs> no, right? no, he wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't make sense that his parents set that up and he stopped using it after yes. like in the sixth grade. Yeah, so I get that part. <laughs> like this is old like bar mitzvah money that I didn't know about. <laughs> yeah i would have used it already if i would have fucking known about mm-hmm. this money yep yeah so he i guess he put aside like 50 cents a week and it um due to interest it grew uh into like 1900 dollars. which i again i don't understand like even if you're putting in like a dollar a week that doesn't turn into 1900 dollars unless it was like 30 50 years like yeah, I mean, you go to you go to school like um, maybe what like thirty five forty weeks a year, so it's like mm-hmm. 40, 40 bucks for a school year times. I mean, twelve grades. So most like savings six grades are like stopped what? at the sixth. We're talking like five hundred bucks, right? Five right. six hundred yeah. bucks, maybe yeah. maybe a grand at most, maybe maybe. No, for sure. I think that this episode today it would be called George gets a stimulus check. <laughs> there's no justifying this to the savings account yeah i mean the only thing i can think is like whatever money that you like you know you put in like two quarters a week and you you got like 1900 mm-hmm. out of it like yeah, put the money back it? into wherever you took it out yeah of. donald trump's looking at that plan going like i've been doing the wrong shit every, all Dude, my life like, like george has like the he has like the Columbia House of Savings Accounts. Like, give us ninety nine cents and we'll give you back ten <laughs> CDs. <laughs> and he's selling it like it actually worked. Like the Columbia House actually worked for him. Thing. Like, yeah. Okay. So at any rate, he's got this uh, nineteen hundred dollars burning a hole in his pocket. Mm-hmm. He's got stimulus. A Kramer comes in and Kramer gets an applause break, which is uh, you know par for the course for Kramer at this point. Right. In the show. Right. Uh, and uh, Jerry hands him some gloves because Kramer's going to stain his apartment. He's going to stain his floors. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, but he's turning his whole house into wood or like faux wood yeah, or something. He wants like, to surround himself with wood. What is this? I don't know where this comes from. Maybe this was like a late '80s, early '90s. Like wood paneling is like so like fucking like '70s trailer park like wood paneling is the grossest looking shit that they're nobody wants like wood on their walls like no like no this is a kramer choice for sure yes wood paneling is gross but wood wallpaper is so much even even better (laughs) even worse nobody wants wallpaper even i mean i again yeah i've had uh, wooden floors that are made out of vinyl Mm-hmm. And uh, when the one of the vinyl things comes off, it's like wood's not supposed to peel off, so it looks no. sad as hell. Like when, when yeah. you see peeling wood, like so. Um, 
George also has um he has a VHS of Home Alone and he's gonna watch yeah. it at Jerry's house. Right. And oh, and then he like quickly was like, Didn't you watch it already? He's like, No, I watched Home Alone 2. I watched the scene. You hated it. Yeah, because I was lost. I didn't get any of it. <laughs> Which is just so really? dumb. How would you not be able to follow Home Alone 2? So dumb. <laughs> but I if don't... you're an OCD person, it'll always be bugging you that something happened in number one that you're not getting right now. <laughs> this almost feels like uh John Hughes or somebody like hit them up and said, like, hey, can you talk about Home Alone? <laughs> this is a 93. Yeah, it's not survival. This is really this is really weird too, because usually when we have a movie, it's like Ponce de Leon. Or, right. It's a made uh, up movie. It's, it's a made yeah, up movie. Right. Raquel Raquel, or sorry, what's the um right. check over shell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um and uh this is an actual real live movie that they're definitely reference to it's like in the zeitgeist too it's like this is uh, are a they popular jumping on the, the memory of, of home alone or are they what, what do you think they're doing there i don't know it yeah it almost feels like maybe they produced by the same production company or something maybe. Like, i mean mentioned home alone and they're like yeah sure it's weird that george wanted to watch home alone at all like why <laughs> like is he in the alone? Demo for home alone like <laughs> <laughs> why is he uh-huh. even into this type of movie like i'd be understanding if he's like i watched die hard 2 and i didn't get it like <laughs> but home alone like, there's like, a there's a joke too that they got glanced over of him watching it while home alone you know yeah. <laughs> right 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 uh, oh, i don't know it's such a weird yeah such a weird pick for him to be like, I need to watch. I need to make a night out of watching this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lucky. But boy. going back to the uh, episode, then we get Elaine showing up in the it, uh, okay. apartment. And she gets an, gets an applause break. She yes. gets an applause break. Yep. It's so weird. This is the first time I saw. I looked up on IMDb, INDB and they said in the trivia that this is her first applause break. Does it happen ever again? I think it happens a few more times for sure. Like, I don't think this is the only time. But just like at the top of an episode, like Elaine is arriving and people are like, yeah, Elaine. Like, I think that's the thing. It's it's only when characters go through that door. (laughs) So uh, Jerry Kramer and Elaine are going to go play racquetball, um, which, again, that feels so 90s. Of course. Racquetball. I used to play racquetball all the time. It was actually really fun. Uh, I love racquetball. I I have no idea how it's played, what the rules are. It seems like a pretty intense sport. So yeah. then we have, uh, yeah, Elaine talking about like her new boy, and she's like saying that uh, he's like an oh, artist or something. Boy. She is an ex boyfriend, but she's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, he's a he's an artist, and they keep being like, oh, the guy with the triangles. Right, like like his art has to do with a lot of like yeah triangles or some sort of like geometric shapes. Yeah, so he's like a I guess like a Rothko, but like his thing is triangles. (laughs) Right, Uh, right, right, right. um, And so uh, she's she's like, oh, Jerry's like, so what was he like too lazy? And before he can finish, Elaine's like fat. (laughs) Yeah, she's definitely fat shaming a lot in this episode. Which, I mean, I understand it's like the 90s and nobody cared about fat people, but like, 
She's like he's a fat starving artist. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like Dude. how she would she'd totally be down if he just wasn't fat. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you know, ipso facto, we go to the hospital and Roy has <laughs> lost a lot of weight. Right. Because, because as he puts it, like her breaking up with him like affected him so much that he couldn't eat for weeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so then she also like kind of she poses like jerry to like be her boyfriend again like because she kind of doesn't want to like uh she wants to like you know see him but also like not give him the impression that she's available mm-hmm. so jerry like hard commits to this whole like boyfriend thing right even though elaine is clearly like into him now that he's lost a bunch of weight and uh Kind of like bad wingman shit from Jerry here. Which makes sense because also like in a weird way, like I think Jerry and Elaine, we were talking about this in Tuesday's episode where like they kind of don't like the other being successful in dating, even though they haven't like committed to each other. Yeah, they're both pretty sour grapes about the other one yeah. having successful relationships and um call that toxic nowadays yeah i guess so but it's like why would you want to hang out with a girl like if i had a girlfriend that was always like giving me shit about like every girlfriend that i like hooked up with or like every new girl i'd be like hey shut up Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) very clever daryl yeah (laughs) like i don't need to hear your like you know fifth degree or whatever about how this girl is not like you it's like yeah i know her she's not like you that's why i'm dating her Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i mean i have had um women that i've like that i've dated that i remained friends with and i'm and then i'll be like oh i'm interested in that girl or or whatever and they'll be Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. ah you could do better than that or they'll like they'll just like plant a seed in your head and it's like why you gotta fucking say that why you gotta fucking right now it's like and it's ruin my night you know (laughs) just because you're alone still doesn't mean i have to be yeah or even worse it's like just because you're fucking my brother doesn't mean you have to be And and women are so good at at finding and latching on to like little uh, defects or little things that they they don't like or pet peeves and stuff and and, or they're they're able to like magnify those for you a little bit sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, but she's dressed so conservatively or something, and it's just like (laughs) something you never would have thought of, but then like you can't stop. Oh, Oh, she wears those shoes. Yeah, of course she would wear those shoes. Yeah. Wait, wait, what do you mean? What does that mean? Like <laughs> and what's even more fucked up is that like she wears the same shoes and you're like, wait a minute, you wear yeah. those shoes. <laughs> Why are you giving shade? Yeah. Well, all, all the women that Daryl dates wear uh steel-toed boots because uh yeah. <laughs> he finds his women at clan rather. No. <laughs> yeah, they don't wear shoes, they wear boots. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, so uh jerry's first of all jerry's playing with a yo-yo too and he's like i can't get this thing to sleep <laughs> that's Dude, that, like, is me, oh, that is me as fuck as a wingman that is oh yeah. my god that, i, mean, I relate so much definitely like what how old are you jerry i totally i mean dudes i have a baby i have a baby daughter and uh 
there's a lot of times where I'm playing with her and I like get distracted by, by her toys <laughs> that I'm playing with. And you start um, like using a yo-yo and you're like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be t- taking care of my daughter right now. It's really hard to get this wooden egg in the wooden cup. You know? <laughs> I don't have the dexterity, bros. I have priorities right now, okay? Yeah. <laughs> no, to, I was telling you. Work on my hand eye coordination, bro. <laughs> have you ever seen this? It's called a slap bracelet. It's <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> no, I think I was sharing with Daryl earlier this week that um uh when when my uncle earlier this this month I went to Guatemala and he took me out and and he I guess he had all these expectations of me of helping him like talk to all these American women. <laughs> And we were out there after the club and this one white girl was getting surrounded by <laughs> like a, a whole horde. And like, I just started playing with the dogs. Like that was my, my <laughs> natural instinct. <laughs> he gave me shit for the rest of the trip. Like I brought you out here to be my fucking wingman. You're out here being Cesar Milan and shit. Like, <laughs> like the, you don't even want to hang out with women. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring you out here to be a dog whisperer. I brought you out here to be a pussy hound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. but I I got total uh, Jerry Bison. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, like, I'm trying to get this thing to sleep. That's all I, I care about right now. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. suits. And so then uh, Elaine, like, hey, why don't when you get out on Friday, why don't I take you out to a big celebratory dinner? And Jerry's like, uh, I think we're going to the Poconos on Friday, <laughs> right? <laughs> Right, just being like and, such a salty little bitch to her. It's, it's oh, like, that, well, that, no, but but you, that was at the very end. He had a reason to to be salty then, because he went in there with a plan of being the wingman, and Elaine switched on him. Which I guess, if you're a wingman, you should be understanding that it's mm-hmm. their plan, and that's gonna go. Mm-hmm. But I think he was responding to that, like, "Oh no, you you went your way last time. I'm gonna go my way this time." Mm-hmm. So I appreciated that second one a little bit more than the yo-yo. Yeah. Also, I like how uh, when Elaine first like finds out that he lost weight and stuff, like she pushes him again. Like this is another <laughs> Elaine push. I love Elaine pushes. That's like mm-hmm. man, oh, feeds my soul. Uh, so all the where she like actually shoves him. Yes, yeah, she shoves her calling card. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's, yeah. A, that's, that's a common yeah. thing she does. This is oh, a yeah. big thing. Like she's probably done this at at, at this stage in the series. Maybe I would a, say a, a dozen times. Yeah. Like, oh maybe. shit! Okay, that's why she gets the applause breaks, bro. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 that's the weird thing about like, I don't know if it's like an, a conscious thing or if it's almost like the actor like did it once and went like, oh, people responded to that. I need to do it again. I think then, it's like I think it's like something about seeing such a small woman like shove these grown mm-hmm. men where they like they literally are like <laughs> thrown back against the wall and, and they literally like, have to continue the scene they can't really yeah, and it, it never like, gets response nobody ever says like <laughs> what the fuck why, why are you, you shoving me <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure like she did it once and they were like dude that's so funny like we yeah, have they're like, like do it again do it some mm-hmm. more um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that like sort of becomes her calling card throughout the series um so now we have the doctor comes in and jerry shows him a yo-yo trick <laughs> yeah 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 and then so, like jerry's like he's just a fucking nine-year-old boy <laughs> he just can't help himself dude and like kramer's also there too he's, and, he's asking him about retractors and, and like the, the the <laughs> 
the doctor says, how do you do it? He says, I do great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like such a Kramer line where you're like, oh, yeah. Why wouldn't he say that? Like, <laughs> And then you're also thinking to yourself as a, a watcher, you're like, what does he mean by that? What does he mean? I do great. <laughs> like does he think he that like a bunch the... of gloves yeah <laughs> like i'm gonna sell these on the black market <laughs> like was he thinking like are you talking about the gloves that i just stole from your hospital or was he like talking about like how much pussy i pulled down or something like what <laughs> are you talking about like what does kramer think like the doctor is like implying anything well, that's a that... great part about the answer that it covers many planes <laughs> yeah i'm sure those are all one category for Kramer. And he, he lives in a universe of abundance. And he's just willing to, you know, put whatever in his grocery bag. You know what I mean? And then I'll like, yeah. out when I check out, man, it's all good. I do great. And then Kramer's like talking about how like he, he watched the uh, 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 2020. Uh, yeah. It, uh, investigation report about like the retractors and how like, you know, uh, they use the retractors, and it's like, really? You They've been recalled, that? yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so then the doctor, the <laughs> yeah. So then the doctor is like, "Well, if you if you want to know more, you can like watch the surgery because we're gonna do it in the observation room, right?" Which is a weird thing because I don't know how much like observation rooms are used today, like. Also for just like the general anyone go? Yeah. (laughs) Just join like on that. Like the doctor barking town hall comic in the afternoon. (laughs) I would love to take a date. Like, hey, do you want to see this guy's spleen removed? That'd be dope, right? I also I don't want to get like too far ahead, but like there's not like a sneeze guard. There's nothing. Right. Right. This is pre-COVID. I mean, this is this is pre-9-11. Like this guy, I mean, they didn't even need to show their ID. Like this hospital, like in in an old gym, and was this the pool that they're doing the surgery? In? Like, what's mm-hmm. going on here? Mm-hmm. Like, I, <laughs> yes, it had I'm, that set up. Had I'm, that set up. I get I'm getting ahead of ourselves. Definitely like Will. sitcom-y, like for sure. Like where the, the yeah the fact that all of this is like getting put in play, you're like what mm-hmm. i mean even if i was watching this in like 1994 i'd still mm-hmm. be like what mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no we're getting a little ahead of ourselves so uh jerry goes back home and uh he walks up george crying watching home alone the first one yeah he's <laughs> caught up now and he's like he's- crying <laughs> and he's like the old man got me <laughs> The old man. I mean, the old man is 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 a pretty big factor in that That's in that movie. I, yeah, I'm I'm not made of stone. Okay, I get it. But also, like, George I don't think I ever cried man. at Home Alone, though. I don't think I did that. I mean, I, I grew up with I, Home Alone. You know what? As an adult, I think I did, and I get it because that's the scene that where shit's about to go down. He's waiting for the last, like, the last attack that the robbers are gonna do, mm-hmm. and you know he's psyching mm-hmm. himself up, and he has that moment of clarity with the with this fear of him with the with the old man, and then he has to face. It's, it's a moment of growth for him, man. Like, yeah. fucking felt for. Him. I, I did cry as an adult. As I did cry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do love Home Alone, the movie itself, like. There are so many things that I'll like nitpick and go like, wait a minute, like 
uh, those robbers should have died like five times. Oh my God. <laughs> or killed that fire. kid. Like, or killed that kid like in the first like <laughs> just like where's the fucking gun? Yeah, if why they don't had these robbers have fucking, guns? If they had one gun, this would be over in a heartbeat. <laughs> I'm also like, why do they want to rob just this one house so bad? Like, why wouldn't they just go rob all the other houses? And right. then, like, they already like robbed all of the other like subsequent houses. Like, yeah. why would they want this one house still? So then we get uh, Jerry and George. They're talking about um, how Elaine is like has this Florence Nightingale con. Uh, right complex claire burton or something and yeah and then they get her i don't know they're like talking about just like women with old-timey names i think (laughs) Marie curie or someone gets brought up right it's really like that that we don't need at all (laughs) this is again like when like jerry and fucking larry david decide to just go like old timey for a second like they just like want to go like obscure references as possible i don't think this business would have gone on as long in like a simpsons episode they like they're like really sitting in this space of like Mm -hmm. just saying old timey lady names and it's yeah I i don't know so sometimes they do this stuff and it just is like a little bit like why? Like why? Why are you trying this hard to do this? <laughs> and then your writing is so good. Like why? You almost this- want to be grateful that that they feel that comfortable though that, to 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 try. But yeah, like it's unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, this definitely feels like this is like season four, like you know, writing versus like season one. Like if this would never be a premise in season one, but after season four. They're like, dude, we're not going anywhere. Like they're like they they gave us the freedom to like kind of like open it up and we're gonna open it up. Yeah, but like all of season one was writing like this. Mm-hmm. It, it was like salsa salsa, sort of <laughs> how do you order a seltzer in Spain, sort of, you know, type of dialogue. But yeah, I think that's the whole thing, like when they bring up later, like at this stage too they're like talking about like the the girl that jerry's dating again and how he like i don't know her name it sounds like a girl's like it rhymes with like a, a lady's part well, and no. then they start talking about like mulva and- right, well, what name did you guys think because because i had seen this episode but i didn't remember the name and i was mm-hmm, trying to remember mm-hmm, what, what, mm-hmm. What, what names do you guys think I, I would like to know that right i was like biddy or like uh you know <laughs> <laughs> Like oh her her name must be uh Rusi, like Regina or something. Yeah, Regina. Oh yeah, Regina. I was trying to do a play on Regina. You're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that. But uh, yeah, she actually comes up and Jerry's like, "Hey, did anyone ever make fun of your name? Like, right. call me right. Jerry Jerry Dingleberry, which is so <laughs> funny. I can't even believe that like school children would come up with that because it's so fucking good. Uh, I think that's sign a- smelled." <laughs> Science smelled. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Do you think that one's real? That sound, that one sounded I like. I feel like both of those are real, right? I, I, feel, I feel like, like Ding Sign or Jerry Dingleberry. Like, I like. Did you go to? Did you go to school in a sitcom writing room? Is that <laughs> what it feels like? <laughs> I used to get uh, Feral Daryl, and I used Feral to always Darryl. get uh, Sterile okay. Daryl. 
oh yeah well that one hits a little too close to home yeah (laughs) terrible terrible. and after like yeah a few miscarriages or a couple like you know like (laughs) you just earned that name yeah i was like oh maybe they're right maybe i grew into that name (laughs) you fulfilled your prophecy Mm -hmm. i had Mm -hmm. uh the worst like nickname anyone ever called me was uh this guy used to call me zach hill woman <laughs> i was like what a man now that's that's pretty original pretty i was original. like that yeah i was like first of all you couldn't use that with just any last name it wouldn't work with goldman or no. uh you know no Hellman. it wouldn't work with any of those uh and then second of all it just rolls right off the tongue doesn't it hill we woman? really could tell who was hill the one that landed woman. in the writer's yep. room in that one yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Instead of man, I'm gonna call you a woman. Oh shit. Dude, can you imagine the the excitement in his mind when when he put it together that he could call you that? Oh yeah, like he thought it in his head and he was like, like, Oh my god, I'm gonna ruin his life. And then he's gonna try to next homeroom. I'm gonna fucking ruin him. Yeah. But then after that, we cut to uh Jerry and Kramer hanging out in the uh, observatory area mm-hmm. and they're watching uh, Roy get it, uh, surgery and then of course we have the classic junior mint showing up mm-hmm. Kramer Product is eating it. he's eating candy which again it's like what how are you getting candy in this like area like the, this must sterile be Daryl eating powers is like yeah sterile Daryl would never pre 9-11 shit like Nobody had any like regulations before 9-11. <laughs> so he offers the junior mint to Jerry, and Jerry's like, No, I don't want one. And Kramer's insistent. So eventually Jerry like whips his Gets hand him. away. Yep. And then the junior mint goes flying, flying right. into Roy's body. Which again, <laughs> it's like, how do the doctors not see this? How does this just go unnoticed? Well, but they explained, Daryl, because a junior mint is very small. It is a junior. <laughs> yeah. Junior mint. This, is not, this episode is not called the mint. Okay. It's not called the Again, senior mint. <laughs> why do do any of you eat junior mints? Is this. Oh, like, dude, junior mints are dope. Really? You oh are a junior God, mint I love fan. junior mints. Uh, why wouldn't I love junior mints? Junior mints are delicious. I don't go like for the York mints. patties, man. Too little junior mints are too little. You gotta get the whole any the whole thing. Anything <laughs> that was like you mint, you throw a handful in your mouth. They're great. I always thought that like anything that was like minty was like, oh, you're just wanting me to like eat toothpaste. That's what you want me to do. Oh, you're one of those people that doesn't do like. What about mint chip ice cream? <sighs> really. Uh, I'm not gonna. No, I mean I like the chocolate chip part. I mean that's the thing. Like it's weird. We <laughs> you just hate the but, toothpaste. <laughs> yeah, I like the. I hate the toothpaste part. I like the chocolate. You part. hate that they weaponized the flavor of toothpaste. That the chocolate yeah. chips are delivered in. <laughs> You're like yes. the one part that's not mint. That's what I care yeah. for. <laughs> like the whole peppermint patty. It's like no. Like I like the chocolate part. I don't want the. Mint part. I love mint chocolate. That too. Like, that has too much mint. Promo. That the peppermint patty has too much mint. I think the ratio is a little fucked up on that. But if you're talking mm-hmm. about those those mount something, the little chocolates that they used the to mounds. put under the pillows. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those those oh, the are the spot. That's 
right? That's the Andes up. mints. Yeah, the Andes mints I used to like only because like when we would go to this restaurant, we would get them like, you know, after the restaurant. So what about yeah. like the oh, Starlight wow. Mint where it's the chocolate peanut uh, peppermint mm-hmm. swirl, the Starlight Mints? Uh, Are those again, candies or chocolates? They're hard candies and they're oh, hard like candy. peppermint swirl. Okay, okay I can picture the swirl. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it's like this this idea of like I like mint and I like chocolate. I don't necessarily you know, like want candy cane or is there I don't know. No, not really. Yeah. Like How I don't do want to like candy eat, canes. That's right. I don't want to eat candy and like feel like uh, my dentist likes this. Not even peppermint uh, uh coffee that they have out right now, like at McDonald's. Right. Shit. Nah, Holy and also fuck. like cinnamon too. I'm also like fuck that shit. Like cinnamon, cinnamon. Nah, nah, cinnamon. Not even like red hots. No, no red hots or no big red or any of that Damn. shit. No fireball. Nah, <laughs> I can understand no, no fireball. But you're gonna tell me no eggnog. Errol, eggnog. you're telling me that you don't just straight up smoke cinnamon bark. What's wrong with you? <laughs> eggnog? Is one thing because eggnog <laughs> has like liquor with it. Which is different because there's like a different flavor with the eggnog. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that like, allows that gives license to many things to enter my exactly. body that wouldn't usually. It was exactly. like, I will suck a horse cock if you tell me. That's <laughs> Wait, eggnog is coming out of a horse dick? I'm in. I mean, alcohol is like the I'm a driver. Yeah. <laughs> This is so this is so fascinating. I don't know. I, mean, I, think... I feel like I'm not the only one. Like. No, there's anybody that's listening. Please write in. Tell us like that you're not alone and that you hate mint. This is Daryl's push this week is for audience. I'm really scared to ask if he brushes his teeth. I'm like really scared to have if you brush your teeth. I do. I do. Okay, Daryl. What about my my toothpaste? It doesn't have any flavor. It's like those. Get the fuck out of here! How do you know if you brush your teeth? (laughs) It's the non-flavored, like just crazy. it's just like so a minute later, you just forget. No, I don't. I don't forget. It's just like it feels like I brush my teeth. Like I get that clean sensation. I just don't have that like mint Darryl. flavored or that like spearmint. Daryl, have you ever smoked menthols? No, I hate menthols. I Holy hate shit! Again. Okay, well that's I'm, I'm that's not fair enough. Menthols. menthols are I, really gross. That is, I don't like any of that mint flavor. I don't like any of that mint. Go get a flavor. car wash, and that you don't ask for a like a, yeah, a special order at the end. Like you just yeah. Like I it. order for like new car smell or fucking like cherry. I don't like <laughs> yeah, order for nice, mint. Okay, but Holy I'm shit. gonna say Daryl. I had I know that there's a subsection of people who don't care for mint. I don't think that that's that weird. I think it's weird that you don't care for mint and you don't care for cinnamon. I feel like that's a very narrow Venn diagram. <laughs> and I'm like, you you it's, are the thing, like it's the that's same thing with like you. deodorant. It's like I don't want any smell. Like I just want unscented. Like that's what I love. Yeah. It's just like no no. Th- no scent, no taste. Our generation no grew up on Old Spice commercials. It's like you're the man with like, no smell, Daryl. I just <laughs> feel like I'm I'm in that pre-pan like post-pandemic phase where it's like, dude, I haven't gotten COVID, but I definitely like the idea of like no sense of smell or taste. Like that <laughs> now let me ask you: Do you do you order? Do you ever order a mojito? 
because that has mint. You know, to be honest, I don't unless it's like a true mojito where they like muddle the fucking like you know mint leaves and shit like yeah. that. Like if they do it, or true, a gallon of sugar in it. <laughs> yeah, with a little like fucking like like uh, almost how they do like fucking absinthe where they like they fucking like you know freebase the fucking sugar cube or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm all into that, but like. If it's just like, you know, like mojito, like juice, like pre-mix shit, like save it. Save that shit. Okay. Like, I don't need okay. any of that. Yeah. So, uh, Daryl, I guess there goes our following. There. <laughs> <laughs> took out I had our this po- cinnamon po- basket for your restroom that I'm not going to be able to give you anymore because <laughs> of all the cinnamon in it. <laughs> But then, so, like, okay, so let's go back to the episode. Yeah, let's talk about Seinfeld. Um, <laughs> so the, the mint goes into the body. Like, it's nobody talks about it. Like, the fucking mm-hmm. surgery goes, like, you know, pretty well. And then Roy basically, like, after the surgery, initially isn't doing well. Yeah. And then, we're like, oh, Elaine comes fuck. in and says prognosis negative, which is hilarious because that's one of the fake movies that they see prognosis negative. Yeah. That's totally a movie phrase and they don't bring it up at all. And as a viewer at this stage, I'm like, really? You don't bring up a fucking movie that you like talked about earlier in this fucking, this is one of those meta Seinfeld moments where it's like, as a drop in, I didn't catch it at all. You have a fake movie name that you like say as a line in the script. But this is the first episode where you're talking about a real, actual fucking movie that existed and is a contemporary mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. at the time that this episode was released. It's so fucking bizarre. And then, um, and then suddenly, like afterwards, like George figures out, like, oh, wait, like he might die and his art might be worth like more after he's dead. Yeah. Well, Elaine signed me up for fucking nineteen hundred dollars worth of fucking art. This is such a weird investment on George's part. So Jerry is now with his girlfriend, whom we still don't know the name of, and uh, she's giving him a massage, and he calls her Mulva, um, and then he, mm-hmm. he says, mm-hmm. "Oh, Mulva <laughs> was my aunt's name," which is just like so creepy, given how he was responding to her massage. <laughs> right like even if it was true like what a weird what a weird thing to say yeah they're revealing thing about you <laughs> yeah cool where did you say you grew up uh west virginia okay uh so so then she goes to the bathroom and jerry uh goes through her purse which is i forget whether it's an idea he got from georgia kramer but like really really super suspicious yes going on here jerry mm-hmm. <laughs> so and both like george and kramer also have like uh times where like jerry at at some point said like hey you know do this like introduce yourself so I can get her name. And mm-hmm. then they both like said, like, yep, I did it. Sorry, bro. <laughs> or like I, they didn't I, try. Kramer, very Kramer well. was the stupidest, but that would just <laughs> dip. But George was the one that made me laugh because he's like, eh, try. Uh, that's all I could do. Yep, bro. <laughs> uh, what are you gonna do? Like, I I tried, man. Well, they didn't <laughs> try very hard. They could have been like, Oh, what was your name? Like it it wouldn't have been that much harder. Yeah, it wouldn't have been that name. much harder because they definitely said, like, oh, I'm George. He could George or Kramer could have said 
what's your name? Yeah, or, exactly. <laughs> but they don't. But even Jerry, Jerry, he, he, he's smart. He could, could have come up with so many ways to make her give mm-hmm. out her. Like, hey, write your name on this piece of paper. I'm going to play a game or oh, some dumb shit. Here's, you know? a, like, here's a big move that I've done a bunch of times when I've not remembered somebody's name is that I've said like, oh, my name is really hard to spell. Like there's so many different ways. And then I spell it and they're like, and then I say, how do you spell your name? And a lot of times there has been moments where they're like, dude, it's uh, Bob. That doesn't sound as smooth as you think it does, (laughs) Daryl. Hey, let's play a game. It's called Tell Me Your Name. I'll start first. My name is Daryl. Sometimes it's really hard to remember my uh, social security number and uh, (laughs) addresses. Um, Could you tell me yours? (laughs) I mean... I mean, there's a there's a way where if I was like, hey, JJ, is that just JJ or is it stand for something? No, for sure. You know? Or worst case scenario, look, if you catch it early on, it's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What was your name again? Like, but but yeah, there's there a little window be, that you like, have in the beginning. <laughs> you can't do that in the after the fifth time you meet him. It's like the first two times yeah. you can be like, wait, what was your name again? Cool. Mm-hmm. That I thing, the benchmark that he puts is like after you made out. Like after you made out, you can't ask the name. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't lock lips and be like, "Wait, what's your name again?" <laughs> I don't know. Shame on he her for letting you get that far at that point, though. <laughs> he should, he should have put Elaine on it. Elaine could have got it real easy. Right. Like you know, take her out for coffee or something, and then right. like look at her credit card, some some shit. Or Elaine just have, have Elaine go like, "What's your name?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I didn't think he even had to specify that, but clearly he does. Kramer and George are both like, well, I tried. I tried to get the bare minimum effort, Jer. You know. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we get also like George uh, buying some art, and he then shows we... up with movies. He shows up with three VHSs yep. to Jerry's house because this is his life now. And then, uh, yeah, Roy is recovered miraculously. And then the doctor, like, kind of, like, comes back in and goes, like, dude, we don't know how this guy fucking, like, survived. But something, like, magical happened. Something from above. (laughs) (laughs) Something from above. And And then then, uh, Kramer shakes Junior Mints and he's like, Mint? (laughs) (laughs) And then like the doctor is definitely like, oh yeah, I'll take one. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Thank you, man. Like, I love Junior Mints. Yeah, dude. I feel like in in a weird way though, too, like Daryl (laughs) Daryl. That's who doesn't like (laughs) (laughs) Do you think this was like a, a strategic, like, you know, product placement? Like, do you think this could have been like, you know, Reese's pieces or like Snickers or anything else? On all the commercial breaks, they're like, go see Home Alone too, and don't forget your junior men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what works well with the uh, going to see a movie? Junior men. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so yeah, and then like Roy is saying, oh yeah, the thing that pulled me through was uh, George buying all that artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He's, he's fucking uh stuff in his face um and uh then Which we is get the second time that george has bought artwork too like he bought artwork from like uh what's her face kathleen keener earlier yeah he's 
he's made several bad art investments for someone who's been unemployed as long as he has. Or he's supporting local artists, whatever you guys want to see it as, you know? <laughs> what do you think George it as? That's all I <laughs> I don't think George is like thinking of they like, oh, I'm going to fucking like flip this. Yeah, no. So um, he's, he's fucking stuffing his face, uh, Roy. And um, eventually uh, Elaine is like now trying to get out of this date with him. And she's like, oh, Jer, aren't we going to the Poconos on Friday? And Jer, now Jer's being a shitty wingman. He's like, no, I think that's next Friday. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. And so uh, and then we go back to uh, Jerry and he's with um, the girlfriend whose name we still don't know. She went to a play and she got Olympia Dukakis to sign her playbill. Right. And uh, Jerry's like, I really love you, uh, Steve Sargent or whatever. It's Joseph Pergulia or Pugulia. Pugliati. And she's like, dude, that's like my fucking uncle. <laughs> and so then he tries Mulva again, even though it didn't work the first time. And then he also says like Gipple or L'Oreola. <laughs> oh my god it's so good and she storms out and then he screams out the window Dolores <laughs> so, uh, I, I would that. love to see if her name was actually Gipple like who, <laughs> who's, Dolores Gipple thought, yeah whoever Gipple. thought like her name was Gipple yeah I don't I don't fucking know so <laughs> So then we got some stand-up. Um, candy is your whole life when you're a child. This is actually on a special of his. This is definitely a part of his like Halloween bit where he basically says, like, kids are just into candy. Like, I need candy. Like, we're I will do anything for fucking candy. Yeah, no. I mean, true enough. Uh, I feel like what he's not acknowledging is that my whole life is still candy. <laughs> as a grown man all i care about is candy and yeah my fucking dog to stop barking <laughs> no yeah i could definitely see his writer in the in the green rooms like being very specific candy or you guys ever have one of those uh shitty little dogs that just, his- uh, yeah <laughs> yeah like, hey what kind of batteries is that when you use that? <laughs> uh, the, the smallest ones, and you have to jam them right up the ass all the way up. <laughs> oh, the way it up takes the a morning. nine volt. Oh my god, <laughs> this dog is 16 years old and she just will not fucking die. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah so, this one's uh, been bugging the shit out of me that uh, uh, this whole time I've been like fighting off for off screen. Uh oh, <laughs> you guys all have dogs, I have a fucking old cat. That doesn't That's give a super fuck. indifferent to you. Like you yeah. give a shit. That's that why you're sterile, right Daryl. <laughs> yep. it, it's definitely why I'm sterile, guys. It's because I've been fucking my cat too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not good for the balls, my man. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I like this episode as a whole. I like the uh, comedy bit at the end. Um, yeah, I, I like um, pretty much the whole episode. But uh, Jose Juan. Pazos. Out of the two episodes we watched this week, which which one do you like more? Uh, I think the first one had the like overall uh, like from start to finish that I like. Mm-hmm. But like this one also implant. had a memory. Yeah. 
the implant. The implant had, yeah, I think uh, it had a two, three bits that I really liked that that would you could see the from stage to script the relation. Yeah, the the callbacks and the implant are just so good. The writing definitely. is so airy on that episode. Yeah, it's I, pretty I tight. There's sure. also a line in the junior mint that we skipped over that I really, that I think this was like a line that they used in the commercials for the show where he's like, Oh, you, like that, that was also such a relatable moment. And then mm-hmm. I think that was a line that, that got played over and over. Like that was when, when she's like, I love you. Sign. Oh, you saw, Oh, Jerry. Oh, you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Where he doesn't know the name of the person. He's like, Oh, you! I've done that so many times. <laughs> oh, for sure, hey, dude. You know, oh, like... man, I've done that so many times with work at situations where it's like, "Hey, man, up, fella." <laughs> yeah, well, and no, I can see no. that. I can see that scene being played in the in the um, like little commercials for the show. Like, mm-hmm. watch Seinfeld mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. You know, and there was, yep. Oh, Jerry. Oh, you. Yep. No. So yep. yeah. Oh, yep. like memorable wise, I think that I had the most. But but overall quality, I think the first episode was my my choice of favorite. Yeah, the the Junior Mint is a pretty classic uh, moment as well. Um, yeah. And there's like. You know the the whole female anatomy game is super fun, but mm-hmm, man, mm-hmm. the the implants and like all of the the physical comedy and like the writing, the callbacks, it's just all super super good. Yeah, I want to say like if if we were watching like two episodes, like if if the implants were with like some other episode, like the Chinese restaurant or something else, like the like garage. Uh, the parking garage i'd be like oh that's that's pretty hard but like in a weird way like i like the junior mint like again like if, if the junior mint was like you know uh compared to some other episode it might be a, a easy layup but the fact that like the junior mint and uh the implant like went literally back to back that's such a hard like they're two that's great episodes yeah yeah, the implants had a, such a dope uh, B plot too. Like the whole funeral thing was funny. Like right, the double a, dip. Yeah, yeah the, the fucking, double yeah. dip. I mean, the that's double dip again, is maybe like the most. That's like maybe the thing from Seinfeld that has permeated popular culture the most. Like, yeah, we'll talk about I mean, double dip. <laughs> I don't know. I know so many times where I've been at parties and people said, "Don't double dip," and I'm like, "Oh, you're a Seinfeld fan," and they're like know they don't even know where that came yeah, from dude they just that's, know double dip is a thing that's far reach dude yeah, yeah. It, it's insane it's insane uh but yeah jj the other thing that we always like to ask our guests what's been especially sponge worthy for you this week yeah mm, uh i've been trying to watch the new ozark uh you know i've never but... watched that I've never watched it either. Is it good? You know what? It's one of those things that I recommend for for the people involved. Not not so much like the quality of the show. It, it peaks. <laughs> you're, and, like, and, you're like, but I Jason, really like Jason uh, Bateman. Jason Bateman, you should watch this show. It's really good. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and no, you you kind of get to like the character. So I wouldn't defend the, the plot itself, or but uh, and yeah, you're, in it, it right? gets repetitive at some points. Whatever. Laura Lenny is in it. I think so, yeah. And then, so, yeah, the the uh, it gets uh, a little repetitive at some points, but uh, I like the characters a lot. 
and I think it's worth worth a watch. Other than that, just still trying to watch some stand up whenever I can, like the new specials that are coming out. And Jim, Jim yeah, Gaffigan's the, is pretty good. Uh, Aziz Jim Gaffigan's is pretty good. Aziz's new his special is great. That I love. I his just watched that like, today. Yeah, because his last one I think was like in this huge arena, right? Like in this huge theater. Yeah, so, and he was. So I love how this kind of like pops up. Talking about like his uh like you know his his early special was all about like his Me Too movement kind of like kind of like uh deflating that but like this new special is all about just him going back to like like fucking just you know comedy like he's not addressing any like his uh social problems but i don't know if you caught it that that, that he kind of talked uh he had a cancel culture bit without calling it cancel culture though like mm-hmm. and and he instead of saying like you people do this he's saying like we do this so i think he he played it very smart he was i, I liked his take on, on mm-hmm. the whole thing mm-hmm. so yeah that, those are the things that, that caught my eye this week man how about you guys cool, cool, cool. well uh i'll say uh spongeworthy for me uh i just started listening to books on tape mm. uh, you guys <laughs> oh ever- you're finally getting on that yeah, no, I mean, have you guys heard of these uh, tapes? You guys heard of books? You've uh, heard of they're, they, they read the books to you, man. Like, yeah, in, no. like an audio <laughs> form. It's fucking crazy. Well, so, like, I never wanted to pay for a service or anything, um, mm. but I found out if you have a library card. Oh, yeah, Libby is fucking legit. Yeah, and so guys. you just get, like, there's a couple different apps you can get, and you'll basically be able to listen to audiobooks for free um based on like for the free stuff oh, it's shit. it's yep. a little bit limited um but right now i'm listening to uh remains of the day by kazuo shiguro uh and mm-hmm, i'm almost mm-hmm. done with that uh and it's been it's been really good it's actually like you know going back to work after my paternity leave was, was like a super duper bummer <laughs> So, like, actually listening to books and feeling like I'm not just completely wasting my commute time has felt really good, really esteemable, you know? So that's that's pretty fucking sponge-worthy in my yeah, life. Yeah, audiobooks are fucking great. And I don't understand why people, like, say, like, oh, you didn't read that book, you listened to it. It's like, yeah, I'm a fucking elitist. I fucking <laughs> have people read it to me. That's how rich I am. Yeah. I used the pages of that book to wipe my ass and then I threw them on the open <laughs> toilet. Yeah. Which I can flush a tube of golf balls down. Yeah. Sorry. It's one thing to have during a drought. Be, like to read it myself, but it's another thing to have people read it to me. All the water in my toilet, Voss, by the way. <laughs> and Daryl, I could tell him at what speed to read it to. If I want him to read it fast. I tell yeah, him double exactly. speed. I tell him to read exactly. it slow. I tell him half speed. <laughs> exactly, dude. I mean, I've I've literally read like four books a week through audiobooks, and I would have not done that like if I had to read it like myself. Like, if I had to read like those books like literally myself through the pages, it would take me like two weeks per book. But I could do four in one week through audio so well that was the dope thing about uh taking uh taking the train was that you would have so much free time Mm -hmm. like your commute time but you weren't like stuck driving the vehicle so you could like you could actually read or you could actually like you know do work or whatever but uh that's what i love like you can multitask with with audiobooks you can't do it with regular reading 
Yeah, no, for sure. What was yeah, that worthy for you, Daryl? Oh, what would I say? Uh, Rams are going to the Super Bowl, I think. Yeah. If uh, you're that hearing happened. this recording, maybe. This is definitely after the Super Bowl when you're listening to this. So Yeah. So maybe. hopefully uh, the Rams. Maybe go Rams or go yeah, get them next Rams. year. Yeah. Um, other than that, um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm just a. Living another day above ground, it's better than above. It's better than below ground. That's true. I mean, that's pretty crazy that the Rams are going to the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl is going to be here. Yeah, that's awesome, right? Like, I don't think that's happened like once or twice, maybe. Wait, the Rams won? I thought they had lost. I saw people uh, complaining that they lost. I don't know. Did they? Oh shit! Really? Um, I have no idea. I have no idea. I, I mean, based on <laughs> at, at the time of this recording. I do not know. Okay. Uh, Rams won 20 to 17. Oh, yeah. shit. So Rams and Chiefs, maybe, are yep. going to the Super Bowl. Hey. Won that game. Oh, that's next Sunday. No. Yeah, it's uh, Rams Bengals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. And the Bengals came out of nowhere. I don't even follow Guys, football. we I'm know what football is all about, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. All about this ain't a fucking. Wife. This ain't a football podcast. This is the fucking Seinfeld podcast. Yeah, yeah that's if, right. if you get people complaining about the football section of the podcast, <laughs> they got they got problems <laughs> in their lives. <laughs> but um, I I definitely feel like uh, Jerry would not be into the ramps. No, I mean I'm sure he's a fan of whatever New York team. Probably yep. the Jets. I don't know Jets or Giants. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't really know. I don't know how it breaks down in New York. And I don't really follow football anyway. But but um yeah, Jose Juan Pasos, throw out that social media. Hey, you can follow me on IG at JJ Pasos, J A Y J A Y P A. No, I'm sorry. I let me start that over again. <laughs> you can find me on social media at IG at JJ Steps is J A Y J A Y S T E P Z. And yeah, follow me there for my crazy adventures through this crazy universe. Sounds dope, man. You guys know what to do with us. Follow us on the liner notes. You can like, comment, subscribe, or give us a rating. Yeah, uh, on the Spotify. You guys are great. Thanks for listening. And until next time, we urge you to keep it sponge-worthy. So you think you're sponge-worthy? She said I wasn't sponge-worthy. Yes, I think I'm sponge-worthy. I think I'm very sponge-worthy. Sponge-worthy? <laughs>